So Longchenpa's dates are 1308 to 1364. 1308 to 1364. So when he died, he was in his late 50s. He was my age when he died. He's 58, it looks like. Something like that. 56. 56. He was 56 when he died which was probably pretty typical for the 1400s, yeah. Longchenpa offers us this very exquisite instruction in this text on how to practice. Not just how to practice in the wild woods, but how to practice anywhere. And so I want to turn us to that, to that part of the poem, which is on page 8. So if we turn to page 8, we'll just take a look at that before we do some of this practice together. We're going to use his instructions as our guide to practice. Well, let's look at them first, just to get a sense of how it appears here. Don't dwell at the top of page 8. Don't dwell on the past or fantasize about the future. So don't get caught by the past and don't anticipate the future. So what does that leave you with? Being here now, present moment, right, clearly. Don't dwell in those ways. Be here now. Don't engineer this natural ongoing presence. So don't manage the present moment. Don't try to manage it. Don't direct the mind to something or draw it within. Don't withdraw. Don't withdraw either. Don't focus on something and don't withdraw. Just let it, and he's talking here about the mind, just let it settle without distraction. So just let yourself settle without distraction. Settle in what? Settle in the here and now, in the panoramic awareness. He doesn't say that, but that's implied here. Just settle, just rest. But then don't be distracted, meaning don't go into the future and the past. Don't you know, be distracted from the here and now just as it is. Resting without grasping or conceptually constructuring this open clarity, open, open clarity, openness. This is vivid, quiet, lucid, illuminating, wisdom intent of all the Buddhas. This 
what you're left with, this open clarity, is the vivid, quiet, lucid, illuminating wisdom intent. So what he's essentially saying is you don't need to do or make anything happen. It's enough to rest and be open and receptive and clear and present. That's enough, he's saying. What permission to just be is permission he's giving here. And so if we were wondering, what, was the, what were all the Buddhas, what have they been trying to communicate to us through all these suttas and all these scriptures? It's just this, he's saying. It's the wisdom intent. It's what's meant by all of these words is this natural state. So what he's saying, it's a very strong, very powerful statement. Other than settling, easily relaxed, in the innate experience of the way your mind abides, there's nothing you need to contemplate. So this is very great wholeness. This is very Dzogchen. This is very great wholeness. This notion that you, if you relax deeply enough in, your, in the present moment, in your natural state, wakefulness will come to visit you. So you don't have to yearn and strive and try we try so hard in our practice. He's saying not trying is where it's at. Just trusting it's here now in this present moment is enough. That's what he's saying here. Nothing to contemplate so you can release the effort It takes to engineer it. Engineer what? Engineer our practice. Engineer ourselves to be better. All of this. You can release the effort it takes to try to be something other than you are and somewhere other than where you are. You can release that effort. For it is not an object of conceptual elaboration. What is not an object of conceptual elaboration? Your nature. Your true nature is not something that you can think your way to or intend your way to or strive your way to. It's not an object to be thought about, to be understood through the conceptual mind. It can be experienced, but not through thought and figuring it out. Not that way, he's saying. And we try that way. We, you know, we're such managers. We'll try that way. Even if we think we're not trying that way, we try that way. He's saying, let go. It's okay. Be here now in this non-conceptual space. It can't be conceived of or investigated, this natural state. 
Yet it is the wisdom and intent of all the Buddhas. Therefore, to quiet the tangled mess of thought, and he's using the metaphor of the forest, right? All the vines all entwined, all right, that tangled mess. So we're, we're like that tangle. Our thinking gets, we get so enwrapped, so entangled in our thinking mind. It's our primary source of suffering. So therefore, to quiet the tangled mess of thought, all you need to do is look into the intimately peaceful nature of mind. Intimate, intimately peaceful nature of mind. So what is this nature of mind? So sometimes in the teachings of Buddhism, they they talk about the mind versus the nature of mind. So the mind is conceptual, active, it's, it's a lot, it's very noisy in here, right, most of the time. There's that mind, which some teachers like to call the monkey mind, and the Buddha called the monkey mind. And then there is its essence, its foundation, its underpinning, which is this naturally wakeful awareness. And so he's saying... All you need to do is look into this intimately peaceful awareness. I prefer these days I use awareness. Nature of mind, Semji Neluk is, is what he's using here. But sometimes he uses the term rikpa, which means awareness with a capital A. So all you need to do is look into this intimate, wakeful part of your mind. That's all. Nothing more to do. Become familiar with that and rest in that. At the end of the session, dedicate without reifying the three spheres, which just means dedicate without a subject who is dedicating, an act of dedication, and someone that we're dedicating to. So what he's talking about here is... Dedicate in a non-dual way. Dedicate without reifying subject-object action. Dedicate in a non-dual way. When we dedicate in a dualistic way, we are attached to being the do, doing the good, being the do-gooder. Right? Is it do-gooder? Being a do-gooder. Right? We're attached to being a do-gooder when we reify the three spheres. So he's saying, when you make a dedication, be without attachment to outcome, without attachment to you being the do-gooder, and so forth. Right? So that's an amazing teaching right there on how to rest, on how to rest. So we're going to take this into practice now and just do a little bit of sitting together. And you can put it aside now, but I wanted to go through it just so you later can see it, all these poems, I hope you revisit again and again. I mean, we just scratched the surface with our songs and poems. I'm going to put it aside, and I will... assist with a lightly guided meditation that is 
inspired by Longchenpa's instructions here. Just coming down first from our thinking mind. into the feeling body. Noticing how your body is naturally solid. Stable. And grounded. And taking three deep inhales and three deep exhales, three cleansing breaths. having sat in this way with the body at ease. Let go of following after the past. Let go of anticipating 
the future. Come home to this present moment. With breath open. With senses open. With ears <coughs> open. With eyes just slightly open, with the gaze soft, Don't try to manage this ongoing presence. Don't focus on any one thing. Let everything settle in its own place.
find ease in this open, unstructured clarity. vivid quiet lucid There is nothing whatsoever to do.
the sound of the gong will rise for some slow walking meditation. We'll move single file once we're outside.